I met a traveler from an antique land who said, Two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half-sunk a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well those passions read which yet survive, stamped on these lifeless things, the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed. And on the pedestal these words appear, My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty in despair. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of the colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. Welcome to the Manzi Boys podcast ah. <laughs> oh. i'm sam i'm connor and I'm connor and we're we're back there's we got another three out of four again today and this time we're joined by an extra special lovely guest uh uh, David. David. Yeah, there we go. David, say yeah. Say something so they know who you said. Hi, 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 hi. I'm David, and uh, and I'm David. This is the infamous uh, David. That is the only listener that we have. Yeah. So we're definitely not yes. getting any listens on this one because there's no way you're going to listen to yourself. You have to be some the, kind of narcissist. Yeah, some kind of uh, narcissist. And none of our listeners are narcissists. Well, but he loves a loves a good narcissist. <laughs> uh, uh, that took me apparently two minutes to read that whole thing by the way uh that was Jesus. ozymandias by percy b Sh- shelley you had great uh tone and intonation thank you i have a bad. little bit of practice reading poetry actually because um as a loser yes yeah. that's, that's like you, or like too. a nerd like a loser a nerd, nerd. nerd yeah okay yeah. Or like a fucking, or like a fucking loser and nerd. Okay, all right, <laughs> yes. all right, just, all right. Let's tone it, tone it down. <laughs> let's start with the shape and number. Okay, right. I'll, I'll start. My shape today is the shape of uh, of uh, uh, of the heart that fed, like in the poem. And my yeah. number is uh, I don't know that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, oh my god! 10, Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, uh, fourteen, because it's. 14 lines. What? My shape is a 3D rendered pineapple with stem. And my number is 7 million because it will be made up of at least 7 million pixels. That's how detailed this pineapple is. That's stem. So fucking hard. Damn. So hard. Yeah. And you can okay. see the moisture from it too. You can feel the moisture permeating off of the skin. Ah. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Now Connor, other Connor. Connor. Um, my we shape got, we got something about is the shape of that fucking annoying like Reddit avatar on the Reddit app, and <laughs> my number the, the, the alien, the, the alien John. Yeah, and um, my number is negative a million because that's how many updates I have because I hate that place. <laughs> wow. Update these nuts. So should we call you something something else? Yeah, I was just gonna say someone should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
what do you want to be called? Well, well, I'll have you do it in, in a in a change of pace here. What should we call you, Connor? Connor Rockin with the name Greg. I don't know. It just it just spoke <laughs> to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll call you Greg. Okay. Yeah, okay, I can work with that. Um, okay. David, what's your shape and your number? Uh, my shape is gonna be the shape of uh glasses. And my number is going to be uh, uh, two. Yeah, pick another number. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Two's, no, two's I, fine. Uh, I mean, it's not the best that you could have. I know. It's okay. I just thought boobies, you know? Two bo- what made you two choose? Boobies. What made you choose glasses? I'm just curious. I what was your thought process? Nerd. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. I, <laughs> yeah. I kind of wait it, yeah. for for your shape. Were you thinking like round, like Harry Potter glasses, or like more square or rectangular glasses? Because this the is the exact big, shape of big one. glasses. Oh, so like, so oh, like nerd, okay. like nerd glasses. glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Are they transitions? All right, I'm stuck. You got the sunglasses <laughs> when it's when it's bright out. No, I got rid of them. I got rid of the transitions. No more transitions. Yeah. And honestly, my eyes are worse for it. I'm squinting all the time. Yeah, the things are yeah. too bright. By the Why way, we're coming you... at you. Uh, speaking of too bright, beautiful cloudless day up in the Pacific Northwest. High of 35 today. Freaking blue ass sky. Wait. Let me get what? you a weather report over here. I'm like, I'm like down in, in, in the central. Over here Valley. in the central California, we got an overcast, central cloudy day with a <laughs> little bit of sprinkling and a high of. Uh, Oh, shit. I don't know, like fucking low 50s or something and a low of 34. Wow. Uh, weather reversal much? Okay. Uh, don't even get me started on um, sunny Los Angeles. <laughs> but a high of 58 degrees today, Fahrenheit. Um, full cloudy, 40% chance of rain. Lovely out. And you know, you know there were hoes at the function because I've been checking my weather app all day, boys. <laughs> okay. Why is favorite colors on here again? Just to see it's what are good question. See if they are. see if they change. Mine is green. My AirPod just fell into my breast pocket. Hold on. Though, what kind breast. of green, Sam? Uh, forest, forest green, green. like fern Wait. and like ferns. Can we get an exact? Are we talking like conifer or like deciduous? What kind deciduous. of forest? There's a lot of no greens. conifer. Think conifer. Wait, I need. Think I wanted that one. What's your favorite color, green, Greg? Um, I also like the darkers. You know, maybe even more of like an olive, kind of like the yeah, 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 like yeah. a nice, like Let's a nice, like drab that. green. I could get down. I'll fill you on that, brother. I could get down with a lot of different things. Hmm. Yeah. You're That's just that nice. kind of guy that just like gets down with stuff. Yeah, I'm just kind of down with that. Yeah, I'm what I'm definitely green? more in the uh, yellow hues than the um, blue hues of green. Mm. You are, yeah. Really? So I'm I'm thinking kind of like a um like an RGB value of a hundred uh sixteen, hundred fifty six, and eighty seven. Okay. <clears throat> Hold on, Peter I'm nerd. Up. Peter nerd over here. Uh oh, nerd yeah. alert. Not me. I'm not the nerd. Although I'm still looking around to see if there's anything a little 
I'm not better. the nerd. It's you, buddy. You all, all of you guys like green. That's your favorite color. What about you? Yeah. What's what your you favorite like? color? Uh, you all like green. That's actually kind of lame. I, it's not. It's usually. I guess it's usually red. But um, I don't know. I feel like anything around red. So like even maroon. I love dark reds hmm. and like and even in the pink spectrum. You know. So let like me ask you this: Were you were you really upset about what happened to Adam Levine then? Because maroon five. God. And that's all the time we have for today. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Say nothing, guys? Okay. All right. All right. Whatever. Okay, we found got emails. Let's, oh, we're going to run these emails really quick because we actually missed... Last week, we didn't record, so um, here we are. Yeah, let's see. Greg, emails. you sent us an email. Logan Paul. His Oh, this is a contemporary classic. You guys remember uh, we talked about contemporary classics. The Logan Paul crypto scandal uh, was a real knee slapper is what you said, Greg, which is true. That is actually a pretty good contemporary classic. We're going to talk about that today. You what also is a contemporary classic? Connor should do... It, we were, I don't even remember. It's like, what is, what are, what is, uh, what is uh, popular culture things today? That we will look back and call them classics in the future. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Logan Paul crypto scam was actually it's insane. Yeah. Hmm. Um. You also said Greg uh, Connor should do ASMR. I like his voice when he said the transracial thing at the end. Uh, oh, yeah. What was? Yeah. What this was, was like phrase? two episodes back. Um. What was it like? Bricked up transracial yeah, fellas with agendas. Yeah. It was yeah, something yeah. like that. I, I, I agree. Racial, oh, when I well, send all these biracial, bipedal, yeah. bipedal, bricked, bricked up, transracial, transracial, bipedal, bricked up fellas with agendas. Wow, that took a long time. No, I agree. I think the I remember Connor saying it. And he got like he gets right up in the fucking mic, and yeah, it, uh, it's nice and crisp. Like all of those. All those words together have a nice range. Yeah, and when you have a passion for something, it just, you know, it shows, I feel like. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you yeah, definitely no. seem to have a passion about that kind of stuff. And that yeah. agenda. No. For sure. I know you're for it, you know. Yeah. Um, David, you sent nine nine days ago now? Holy shit. Wow, we are a yeah. little backlogged on Yeah, I'm all fucking backed up, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, super backed you, up. You titled the email, Connor really doing the funny bit, and it's that meme of Jordan Peele sweating. <laughs> that's accurate which is actually yeah that's what it's what he did like. um, yeah. and an hour ago Greg you sent us another one uh, gay experiences is the uh, the email and you said Rick Steves showed me his balls in the kitchen once I didn't get bricked up or anything I just thought it was cute and funny and wanted to share love you guys best regards the other Connor uh, I'm gonna respond with haha that's awesome thanks uh Thanks, uh, Connor. Yeah, thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Connor. <laughs> I like how the emails you got are from the two people that are now <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, if anyone else wants to read... Well, you know, we're like a little incestuous little incestuous pod. We, we keep a close, close-knit, close you know, group. Tightly yeah, I actually don't want any tight, fucking... Fucking tightly knit. The more people that listen to this, the more than I have to, you know... Well, I wonder if our Virginia knitted. fans could kind of relate to that, you know, that close knit. There's no of, way. Yeah. Well, you know, they're you know, all their family gets together for the 
for the family mukbang orgy. Right. Come on, family. That Come on. New Mansi Boys just dropped. Shelly. Oh, Aunt, Ger- Aunt, uh, Aunt Gina. Uncle Uncle George. Harry. Cousin Cousin Harry. Uh, Sherry. Uh, n- nephew Sally. <laughs> Uncle Uncle's uh, J- J- Jerome. Mo- Mother Taylor. Mary. Tyler. Cousin Taylor. Tyler. Da- daughter. <laughs> Daughter Brandon. Delilah. Oh. Daughter uh, Delilah. Remington. Cousin. Remington. <laughs> like Glock. Come over here. Cousin Glock. P90. <laughs> Father assault rifle. Mo- Go Mom gun. <laughs> 30 magazine clip. Frag grenade. Anti tank sniper Frag rifle. grenade. AR. Sniper rifle. 50 cal. <laughs> Bolt action, revolver. All right, all right, all right. right. Okay, all right, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, So they have a lot of families. The point. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Quick Q and A. Q and A with David. So David, what kind of stuff you like? Wow. What kind of stuff you like? Huh? Like what kind of things you like? I guess. I guess. I love. I love music. Um, I love video games. Why? I'm a. Why? Which one? Uh, you know either, I guess. You know. Uh, I think. Uh, I think I like music because I mean, ever since I was a kid, like music was always blasting in the fucking house. Mm. What's your first music memory? Wow, that's a. I honestly don't even know. For me, that's wow. Yeah. I don't even know. That's a great question. Uh, maybe not the first, but one of the most first that you can recollect. One. Yeah. One yeah, of the most yeah, yeah, memorable yeah. I would say is like watching my dad play drums or like lis- hearing my dad play drums with his friends in the garage cuz my my dad used to play music with his friends and stuff and and just yeah. jam or whatever. I would say that's one of my that's what I remember. I remember being in the kitchen and just hearing him play drums and that's kind of how I Interesting. That that was one of the things that inspired me to actually pick up the drums and eventually, you know, Getting the guitar yeah. and what whatnot, but I mean, yeah, I mean that was a great answer. Yeah, I, I would say for, I can't think I can't think of any formative. I just can think of the bands that my you know and the music artists that my yeah. my dad listened yeah. to. My mom. Well, my parents never really listened to music, so I didn't start having like music tastes until I got Spotify for myself and just kind of like started exploring random shit. Damn. That's, That's very interesting. Yeah, because for me, yeah. it's like any, when anybody says that, I'm like, how, like, how does that even happen? Because I've had, I just had music my entire life. I couldn't imagine growing up and years without it. Like it's, yeah, no. I mean, as yeah. soon as I got, like, as soon as I got music for myself to listen to, I was listening to it all the fucking time. Your world changed. It changed my my yeah. whole world. What about so, you, Greg, Greg. Yeah, I guess I, I'm kind of like David. Like, I've always just had music playing growing up, but uh, a formative memory I can listen to, like, I grew up listening to, like, alternative and rock and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then Ooh, one fire. year at um at Boy Scout summer camp, there was this kid, Kai, who was a couple years older than me, and I, I must have been, like, 11 or 12 or something, and he showed me Five Finger Death Punch, 
And that shit <laughs> just blew my mind, bro. Yeah. That's that was awesome. crazy. That's so awesome. And that just well, sent that me song? down the rabbit hole. And now I don't even listen to metal anymore. I just go to concerts. But yeah. It's been a wild happened. ride. Yeah, you have some interesting music tastes, for sure. Like, unique. I mean, not... not Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like, like the other girls. Yeah, you, you're not. <laughs> He's quirky. built different, bro. Yeah, you're quirky like that. I mean, Five Finger Death Punch. We all had a phase, right? I mean, right? That's like oh, a yeah. obligatory Five Finger Death Punch phase if you're a man. Brain. Wrong side like of heaven, yeah. righteous side of hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. War is the answer. Oh, yeah. 100 <laughs> ways to hate. <laughs> I mean, looking very, back, uh, the lyrics are so cheesy. Like, it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> They but appealed it, to my middle just, school brain, oh, bro. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was just back when I had five like, wrinkles in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so attainable. Like it's so, uh, it's very easy to like kind of grasp onto it. You know, it's very, mm-hmm. very simple, yeah. straight to the point, angry, heavy, and uh, that one's yeah, like dad I mean, rock, like dads and camo jorts, <laughs> like you know what? what I mean with a with a beer, a Modelo. Yeah, yeah. I oh, wonder yeah, like, if like. Cute listeners of juice world are gonna that's gonna be like the dad music when we're father age honestly i'm so down for that yeah everyone's got their matching khakis at the juice world (laughs) i could definitely see that so uh david any passwords you want to share with us like on your computer for like accounts or something oh yeah i could name them all and it would give sam like some great work to cut out a ton of shit. So we can no, start no, with the uh, no, 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 no. Actually, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. actually I almost uh, I put that in there. Is that with a is... but or a butt? It's funny. It's I almost said my password, buddy one two three. So I, I'm just <laughs> that's not. I'm glad I didn't um, say it though. A, a follow up question: Does your uh, mom got a maiden name? You have any first pets? You know, you, were you? Did you grow up on a street? Perhaps. Or maybe just, you know, feel road. free. Just just throw it out there. Hmm. I actually know all of those things about you. Not, I don't actually know your mom's maiden name, but I know you know true. that you password know. too was Ph. right too. Google I've been one. pretending to be Sam online for about <laughs> two years now. He's fucking, and I've gotten a lot done. He's fishing. He's catfishing and stuff. I'm catfishing a lot of hoes, <laughs> raking them in. Such a dick. Yeah, you are. But it's so hot. Anyways, uh, so David, you're a major proponent of AI art. Do you care to elaborate on that? Yeah, um, I say it's 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 a new frontier that is uh, untapped. Definitely offending. De- definitely, like I feel like offending the art community. You know what I mean? I feel like people are starting to get kind of triggered because it's like, yeah, you think they have PTSD and they shiver in their beds. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm sure they're fucking. I know. I'm sure. They're shaking. Connor, uh, Con, I'm sure Connor is fucking sweating over there too. I'm I'm sweating well. bullets, bro. I mean, you should be sweating. You're a musician, okay? Think about when they start making AI music. Oh, I will. They're not I there mean, yet. Uh, they're not there yet. It'll be another. getting close. Like seven months before they get there. I mean, Greg is our resident AI expert. To be honest, he probably he knows the most about it out of all of us. We talk about AI a lot on this podcast, and. I can like, I don't know shit about that. Any any of yeah, that. I yeah, uh, I don't know anything. So, I, I just know the like, <clears throat> just there's definitely a big, I don't know. It's it's very new and everybody's exploring it. It's it's fun. Like I, it's even on this one app that I have called like Pixar. Is it's like a Photoshop app. Oh, they I have their own. Yeah, they added their own AI thing and 
dude, you could just sit there and put whatever prompts, refresh, refresh, and you're just getting like constantly like these really like just interesting pictures. Now, mm. of course, too, because I was I was thinking like I feel like for small artists, like smaller artists who have their own unique spin, like I don't think you'll ever be able to get their own spin, but for like I'm assuming for like specific genres of art, if you if there's specific genres of art that you could just input into AI and they could recognize them, I feel like those styles of art are 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 the most affected. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah. it, it's really yeah. good at I guess mimicking the styles of artists that it has a lot of like training data on. I guess so. So yeah. big, like you can just ask it like paint a Van Gogh and it'll just paint something that looks like it. That's yeah, so but weird. The, the thing is that it steal it kind of steals the influences though. Well, the, okay, I I could spit some facts about this. No, yeah, that spit, sounds cringe. Bro. But um, like spit people chat. think that the the AI it just like straight up like copies art and edits it a little bit, or just like grabs pieces of different art and sticks them together like a collage or something. And it it's really a lot more complicated than that because like the way that yeah. it trains is um. It uses a model called stable diffusion, which I, I basically to train it, they take a, like a known piece of art or just whatever's in the training data, and they apply a bunch of layers of Gaussian noise, like just random little noise and pixels on top of it. They just stack a bunch of layers of that until you get to something that just looks like random noise. And the AI trains, um, it figures out like algorithms or how to guess how to just remove one layer of noise and get one step closer to a piece of art. So it might know how to do some... Mm. It's way easier to look at with um, videos. There's a series by um, Computerphile on YouTube. They have two videos that break it down really nicely. Like I'm definitely not doing mm. it justice, but it, it basically, when it creates its own art, it takes a new just random like assortment of pixels, and it just does these algorithms that it's learned how to remove noise and get closer to something that looks like art. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, that, just, that's why that's you get crazy. the like the weird things where people have three eyes or the hands are wrong or like because it's right. It's not perfect, but it knows how to take a random noise and start to get it to look more and more like arts. That's interesting. And it so it, it definitely it it's not. It's there's a whole debate of like whether it counts as fair use or copyright infringement. There, there's. Right. And like, there's a difference of using the art as training data versus taking output art from the AI and trying to claim that as your own property or the AI's. It, it, so that's kind of a mess. But like, it doesn't just yeah. copy people's art and use it. It it just trains on it, and then it, it it's similar to I guess to a human artist like looking at art and learning techniques or just styles, right. getting inspiration from it, and then creating their own stuff. It's yeah. just a human can only like really study and break down a few thousand pieces of art or whatever in their lifetime and the AI's got millions. That's right. So that's, that's why so it's really good at copying popular artists. And the crazy thing is I'm blanking on the term for it, but it will just spit out full pieces of art. Not because it copied them, but it's mostly because of duplicates in the training data. Like you know there's a million different people who have uploaded Starry Night if you Google for it right. or something. And the training data the, these huge data sets of like billions of um, pictures are just they're just got gathered by um like web crawlers so it's just yeah programs that just randomly go around the web and download pictures so they have millions of copies of 
some famous art pieces. And when you train you it that many times, delete duplicates. No, they try to, but it just no one can go by hand and clean out that data set. You just have to like, because I'm sure hope your algorithms can handle it. Right. But yeah, it gets to the point yeah. where some like famous pieces of art, it is trained on so many times that it has just learned how to create that like from scratch, basically. So you can just tell it like wow. paint a like you, you don't say Starry Night, but you just say paint like a you kind of describe it, and it'll just give you like a copy of it, which that's problematic. <laughs> and I mean, every time you like get mad about it doing that and you talk to the databases like oh you know it was random we're trying to get our filters better but we so they're trying to not i guess be at fault and so it's really a slippery slope like they I, should give a machine a paintbrush and <laughs> have it paint using the ai art uh, oh that, that would be super interesting I wonder how that. Yeah, because I, I guess I mean they can break down like a three D model into slices that a three D printer could make. You definitely could, hmm. like, teach it how to mix colors and how to break down like a piece of digital art into the individual strokes to make it. That would yeah. be sick. That would be interesting, but, and I'm sure it'll be done. Oh yeah, pretty soon. I would say, Someone's probably yeah. already working on it. But I would say one of the big things with AI art is. Like, if you think about the most famous artists mm-hmm. and the most valuable artwork, people aren't, it's not highly valued just because of the artwork itself, but because of the people's stories behind that. Yeah. And the history and the like fame like cultural significance, the fame and all everything the... that kind of culminates into it. So, when you kind of throw in a prompt into an AI art program, there's no. There's not as much significance to it. No, there's not. It's less valuable because I feel like that AI art program can create an infinite amount of works. So That's- I think it's it's good for certain things where if you need artwork cheaply, I can see it becoming something yeah, in the future. Yeah, if you're like a, like a game developer, like a solo dev, or you're doing creative work, like there are times where it's maybe you can't afford to commission like hundreds of art right. pieces for something, and, and this I is can a see, quick way to do it. I can see but. handmade art, human-made art, becoming more of a luxury good over time. That's so interesting. Weird, though. That's that's so well, bonkers. Well, they, bro. If you think about back when like mechanical watches were the the a normal everyday thing, yeah, and then digital watches came around, it basically forced mechanical watches into becoming a luxury good. Because they are very difficult to make to do a very simple task. Is the same not true for like black and white photography too? Yeah, it's like become more. I mean, it's like it's style now versus like what the standard was. Right. Because because human made art can be very like time consuming and work intensive. It yeah. is. And, I mean, right. it's like it's, uh, I and mean, it's hard to train. Any so, human made art, whether I art yeah. Form. There so be like AI generated movies and and shows and like probably i've seen like i've seen like comics already that are made with ai art and stuff i I know they're working on music and the voice one is pretty good too and the text like you can there's ai there's ai text generation and then ai like voice mimicking that can read it and then ai art to make the visuals like the pieces are there 
Oh, David, you're fucked, so. buddy. They're coming for your music, boy. Honestly, <laughs> Honestly like, I fashion myself a writer. You know, not saying whether I'm good or not. And if if an AI made something better than, you know what I mean? Wrote something better than, like, if we both wrote a short, short story and they wrote a better one, I would cry. Like, for real. I, yeah. I feel like in my realm, like, to kind of, how I kind of compare this AI, AI art to what I do is, like, there's a, nowadays you could program guitar, you could program bass, you could program drums, you could basically make a whole song without ever touching an instrument, right? And I know it's not AI, but it's definitely like some people would say fake in a way. It'll sound good to like a normal per to like a normal person who's just listening to it. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's a song," you know. But I feel like to the trained ear and people who listen to music a lot, mm-hmm. when you hear a human actually play the drums, right, and actually hear the nuances and the slight. You know, deviations, yeah, the up timings, and yeah, this the, again, yeah, slight like, up velocities, and, velocities. Yeah. yeah. Once you hear that, then you realize, like, oh, you know, even something as, let's say, I guess, emotionless as drumming, even something like that could have so much emotion when done by a human, and when, and you could definitely, I feel like the trained ear and people who care about music, same to how people care about art, they could tell, you know, like what i feel like it's more important yeah the the human one feels i I guess it feels more human and more feels more human natural and but that's the problem is like you were just talking about programmed drums yeah and that's just the limitations of current like drum machines and midi software and stuff that's where ai comes in because you have ai train on all these songs ever made that have human drummers and Mm -hmm. it'll learn how to create the slight variations that feel realistic. And then you can oh, yeah. apply that on top of program drums, and then there's a problem. Bro, yeah, I mean, for and... sure, but I, I still think that, like, even at that point, like, that is, it's drawing from a bunch of different people. I feel like when yeah. you hear a specific drummer, you're like, oh, yeah, it's that drummer. That's who's playing these drums. These fills are very much like this person, you know? And that that's... Right. Usually, the only people who are noticing that is music nerds and stuff like that. But I still think, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I see, yeah, I. But I think what Greg is saying is that it, like, it take it's, it's developing its own style, because mm, yeah. the way that Greg is describing an AI learning it is not dissimilar to how art is created, anyways. Like people draw from other styles true. and then create their own in all types of art. That's true, but the way but the way a computer AI does it and the way a human brain does it is different enough to where I think there will always be some difference between the two. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying now, but who knows how far AI could go in the future? This is just the beginning of it, so it it really matters how far the technology goes. But I think that people find comfort in knowing that, like a human made that beat with a drum, you know, and people are always going to find comfort that someone made this painting themselves. And I think that that's just going to push a lot of these professions into like, it's going to be really good for the top musicians and the top artists Mm. who people are still going to be willing to pay more for in the future because there's going to be less people in the industry because of AI. So it's, I think it's going to be good for the good popular artists and not good for everyone else. Yeah, but then back to the whole, like, the AI arts, the, the, like, painting one that people are 
complaining about it's all the small artists like on twitter or whatever who make their money just doing small commissions for yeah individuals and small companies and that kind of stuff and, and it they're adds the ones that you are going to get like those customers are the ones who would switch to ai to save money on their work like mm. it, i guess the the thing is like going back to the watch thing like mechanical watches are now a luxury good but there aren't as many people making them as there were before. Like every exactly. single watchsmith back in the day isn't now, you know, own their own Rolex or like they don't all have their own brand. It's like the big ones can keep going at the higher premium because people know the name or whatever. But all the smaller right. ones have to, I guess, follow the market or like follow well, where the industry is going. Is is something like a watch like similar to something like art? I feel like those. It's a good comparison, but they're it's definitely two different things. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I could see all the like big name painters and whatever still being popular well, because the name recognition. I used it yeah. as an example to kind of describe how the market and the consumers yeah. would react yeah. to consuming watches or AI art because yeah, a museum right. is never going to, in the near future at least, take. AI art in and lump it together with all of the other artists. If anything, yeah. they have it its own exhibition, but it will never just be in a museum uh, as a normal art piece. Yeah, but it but it will be used by you know designers who need something fast or and cheap. Businesses who need yeah. something fast and cheap because yeah, it's just it's sure. cheaper and it's but easier. That's, that's interesting that you bring up the like its own type of art thing because that's what I was seeing. From some of the big art hosting websites, like I think ArtStation and some, I, I, I don't know all of them, but some of them haven't banned AR art yet. And people are mad about that because it, like, it's not that AR art isn't art and it isn't creative and inspiring and whatever, but it is like a different genre than it's yeah. like digital art that's still hand drawn. Because it's the same reason you don't put photography or music or whatever on those websites. Because it, like, it's a website specifically for your portfolio of hand-drawn art and hmm. photography is a right. different type of art and AI generated art is a different type. Like, yeah, it just, it's going it, to like, it, it its is, own genre. It, it is. Yeah. It, it's its own genre with its own like purpose and its own market and stuff. And it's it, definitely here to stay. It's, it's not going to go. Yeah. Anywhere. It's not. Oh yeah. Going You've got too many fucking. Yeah. It's definitely, I, I agree. Yeah, it is pretty cool to play with. Thing. But. It is cool. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't see a problem with. It. Well, there's no really point, and I don't think there's even a point in seeing a problem with it because it's not going to change. Yeah. If yeah. anything, it's something that we have to adapt to versus being like, oh, let's just wipe it clean. There's yeah. no. You're not going to stop people from expand. Yeah. You know, it's, it's something to learn from. Grows. It's something to you learn can't. from and observe because it's going to leak into a lot of industries. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You can't stop sure. the tech bros. I mean, you're you from the Silicon Valley, you know. They just grind, they're, and they're they going to not, they're they're not never going to stop, dude. Grind they're made out are. of silicone and and <laughs> fucking marble and iron. They're robots themselves. <laughs> silicone, yeah. just get laid, marble, right? and iron. There's not an organic <laughs> molecule in their fucking body. <laughs> oh, that's why they can't yeah. get laid. Because they. By the way, I was while we were talking, I I was looking up the 49ers uh, game score. Oh yeah, they are losing seven to zero. Oof, and Brock Purdy got Oof, sports. Yeah, I was a little sports sports segment ready for this episode. I 
I was going to complain about the the day and the time you picked because <laughs> there are some rather important NFL I, games. I know occurring. I kind of fucked up because I actually did kind of want to watch this game, but whatever. I have it actually pulled up on YouTube TV right now, and I'm watching it. Like not watching it, but it's it's pulled up. Okay, nice. let's go into these. We got some news. So we, this Logan Paul scandal, we don't have to spend too much time on all this stuff. Uh, do you guys know about this? It's kind of insane. I heard about it, but I never. He read liked. It. He made Film that man. game, right? He made that game. Um, what it's crypto like a crypto zoo. game, crypto yeah. zoo, and um, I don't even really know how the game works specifically. Uh, but I, basically, I think I could explain it, but yeah, it probably ahead. doesn't matter. It, it's um okay. So I, I watched like a bunch of the videos as this stuff was coming out because which ones I really did you have, watch? Was it um by, I watched Charlie talking about it, but um the uh. I'm blanking. Coffeezilla. He's the one who did the whole three part, like, oh, dude, he dunked full ass documentary. Yeah. No, I I watched all of that. But the, um, the game basically was like, you buy this, this crypto token called Zoo. That's just another shit coin. But, um, you buy that and then you trade those for these eggs that are part of the game and the eggs are NFTs. And then you hatch those, and you like turn in the NFT eggs, and they hatch into animals. And then your animals, you breed them with other animals to get like hybrids. So you take like a an elephant and a panda, and you breed those together, and you get like a panda with an elephant nose. Sounds like a great idea. And then (laughs) no, it's a game. It's it's not a crypto scam. It's a it's a game that's really fun and makes you money. And, but, like and you, you get these like you get these kids. like animal yeah, no hybrid way. things that then you can get rare ones that are worth more crypto, and then you like burn them and turn them back in, and you, you get more crypto back. You get more zoo coin, and then you, you you buy more eggs with it, and somehow you make money. So some, but but, but it's really fun. Was, it's a game. Yeah, was the money <laughs> never made it back to the players? Well, the game <laughs> never worked. Worse. Like the people who right, bought right. eggs. Couldn't hatch their eggs. That's so funny. And yeah, because uh, and, game, and Logan there were there were a bunch of shady people working with um, Logan Paul on this one. Yeah, and a bunch of like they sold a bunch of that zoo coin when they first announced it, and then the founders like had a bunch of extra coin they had that they dumped all and made millions of dollars on. Oh yeah, it's so and fucked. But, but there's all defense, these victims that are like Logan hundreds of thousands is, is dead, and his his defense is literally like. Oh well, I didn't know. Like, they're shady characters. Like, I just hired them because it was the developers, apparently, <laughs> that yeah. that fucked everybody over. And apparently, they had a history of doing this before. And I watched his defense, his like, like you know, response video, which was really short. And he, that was his thing. He was like, "Oh well, I just hired them. Like, it was I didn't actually scam people. It's like, oh, but that's but- not the. If you're the one that hired them." Then, yeah, man, dude. If you're a business owner and you hire uh, 17 monkeys to run your store, and they end up mauling 13 <laughs> children, it was the, monkeys, the business man. owner. They were not shady. The <laughs> <laughs> it was the shady okay, Actually, don't bring those monkeys, monkeys were kind of shady when they tore those children to pieces. And st- <laughs> well, the kids shouldn't have stolen all their bananas. <laughs> uh, they got so testy. Yeah, he's, he's actually fucked because, yeah, like he said, there's a ton of people that owe. That he owes money to now, I but think. That, and that's yeah. I think he like had a plan to pay everyone back, but it wasn't actually going to pay everyone back. It was just the people who bought the the eggs directly with Ethereum. If you bought the Zoo coin, then you don't get a refund. 
So, this like, is the second time he's done this too. Like, hasn't he already been in a situation? He already where he's had like, another crypto scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was already. Uh, it it was the same. He made the same excuse where he was like, "Oh no, you know this this business partner. They just gave me this deal, and I just said yes, and you know, and then I made the South Park video about Dink Doink Coin. It's like, dude, no, you <laughs> you have yeah. to be somewhat aware of what you're fucking getting into. This is the second time you've." "Quote unquote," stepped in shit. No, like, he has no honestly, idea. Like man. the most alarming part all of of all of this was I could have like I was pretty sure that Logan Paul's audience was all like twelve year olds. No, but, like I, I thought it was all kids. But if you look at the all the victims of this scam, there's plus like twenty, thirty year old men, like oh, adults with Bad. with families and kids, like eighty grand <laughs> in debt on the fucking zoo coin. That's bad. That's bad. I'd love to meet them and interview them and know what they have to say. <laughs> I feel like that's the same demographic of people who are like trading cryptocurrencies. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the All same the ones who fall for every other crypto. But, slash Wall but Street is, it, is it because they were Logan fans or did they just hear about this from some crypto board? At, like, I'd be a combo. surprised if it was the latter. David's right, yeah. though. It is kind of marketed towards kids, the whole game design. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like fucking Neo. I, oh, that like, was another thing. Penguin. He, he oh, advertised it as like, we have like 10 artists on our team. They're working nonstop. We have like hand drawn models of everything. And then the little bit of, like, of demo they released, it was just stock images. And the, <laughs> and the, the, the fucking, fucking the, awesome. the elephant panda thing uh, was made with just like some, it, it was some like free tool that can mesh photos. And they just put two stock images into it, and it was. That's I, the whole thing was just a. Scam. So I just, just there's so a headline right here that says, uh, "Dev says he built Logan Paul's crypto zoo game in a few hours." <laughs> fucking awesome! <laughs> it took like fucking no sick. time. Yeah, and after like a year and a half, artists. the game still didn't work. But he said there were artists working overtime. They were working overtime, guys. It's fine. Okay, overtime but so puss. if you go into the links <laughs> channel on Discord. <laughs> Um, David, yeah. there's a there's a Twitter video. Scroll to the top. Uh, this is also what Logan Paul's up to because you got like he's also on WWE for those who oh, listen. Don't know, I didn't know about that. Watch that Twitter. Watch that Twitter video. Just click on the link. And- I just gained all my respect back for him. Media could not play. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, okay, fuck it. Well, it's just a video of him fucking. He's in WWE now. He's he's been in it. Oh, okay. We're getting uh, yeah. What's getting happening? Discord messages from from Benji. Classic. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm responding to him. Sorry. Uh, yes, he's in WWE now, which is kind of funny. If you can't access it, it's fine. Um, I, I, no, I'm copying it into uh, my browser so I can. But uh, watch it from should we keep going? Yeah, wait, we wait, can wait. keep we can keep going. We have so much to get to. We've 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 yeah, only let's, let's in classic truth of this truth to form. Uh, okay, stuff. should we just skip this thing about Florida? I put this in here because it angered me last week, and now I'm. I could skip it. I, I don't have anything to say about it. Andrew Tate sucks. That also was more relevant. Like we, well, it's uh, so relevant. Yeah. I mean, he's going to jail. Good. Good Surprise, riddance, yeah. guys. Dude, you know what? He's gonna get. He's gonna take one in the prison pocket and like. <laughs> I don't know how, how his fans are going to call that alpha, but they'll probably find a way. Classic. <laughs> it's definitely w. alpha. Classic Tane W. Uh, I also put in here Rip to Rick and Morty because when I made this, when we made this doc list, 
last week where we were supposed to record last week and we didn't. That was more relevant. Justin Roiland actually since then has gotten kicked off of Rick and Morty. Now he's just yeah. They didn't show. even like wait for the trial or a settlement or anything. They just fired him. Yeah, that's, too much bad that's press. Fine. Yeah, didn't information? They're definitely uh, has any information come out about that? I haven't heard any. I don't know. I mean, no. I his trial's not till April, I think. But his but but I mean, you know they're getting oh, yeah. ex girlfriend. Yeah, well, you know they're public getting... opinion though. Mm. I mean. Wait, what right. did you say? He do? Is there any more? Because the only thing I knew is is just the charge. I, I there was no other details when I first no, figured it out. It, it was yeah. yeah I've, it I've was, only heard the charge. It was a he's charged with domestic violence and false imprisonment of a of his girlfriend at the time from early 2020. That's what it is. False imprisonment. That can't be. There's no way to spin that in a good way. It's a straight up felony. Like he's getting a felony yeah. charge. This ain't no misdemeanor thing. So he's fucked. I mean, there's. I don't, he's he's fucked. Maybe he has a personal zoo, uh, and he <laughs> accidentally locked his girlfriend in with the chimpanzees. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a great like that one. Woman it, yeah. that got mauled by the fucking. Chimpanzees. I should be his lawyer. <laughs> you should. I was just gonna say that's a great lawyer. Yeah, they moved right dead. in a good way. David's dead. I'm dead. <laughs> your your audio just cut out for a minute. Yeah, or a second. Yeah. And Am I good now? We're back. Yeah, you're good. And okay. we're back. And um, and we're back. So we'll okay. I just think that that sucks. There's a lot of people online that are like, "Oh, Rick and Morty is totally gonna suck now." It's like I don't know. I mean, you could find talented voice actor to yeah. Get I don't. Really I don't think the voice. The writing. I don't think the voices is the, the problem. Same and- the writing. Well, I, I think it's the writing. That is true. The writing is probably the well. Bro, I, I just hope they, they have on the show. Oh my god! We actually, dude, we watched the first episode of Velma. Uh, dude, it's they, they've announced a season two for it because so many How? people dude, hate really? watched it. It was actually because so many people hate watched it. Everyone and their fucking mom was like, "Ooh, Velma's gonna be funny about it. Let's watch it." Now it's they're talking about season two already. It, no, dude, it was not funny about it. It was bad, bad. No, like, it's bad. yeah, it just seems awful. What Did was bad about it? it? I never watched it. Everything. It's so stupid, dude. It's like the writing is terrible. It's unfunny. It tries to be like quirky and relatable, Velma, and like a little bit dark. But it's like it's like millennial humor, which does not hit in 2023, by the way. PSA mm. to all fucking millennials out there, your humor is not funny. It wasn't funny ten years ago, and it's still not funny <laughs> fucking on. now. I'm not laughing. Okay, like you know what I mean. Like chill with that fucking yeah. dude. She said things like like Zam instead of damn, and I'm like. God, oh dude. Jesus Christ! We talked about this. It's it's like Mindy Kaling, yeah, is like moderately funny, and like you know, I don't want to know. You know what I mean? With I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just I don't know. No, yeah, I've like never been into that I'm rocking with the conspiracy theories on it. She's actually a conservative, and this whole thing is a bit to make like liberal media look bad, <laughs> like woke media. Dude, yeah, it's, dude, that's actually not far fetched. After watching an episode, I would not be surprised because it's like, it's so, it's everything about quote unquote liberal, whatever. Like woke in, in media, but done whatever. bad. Well, I could, yeah. I could believe that because Velma is portrayed as su- such a unrelatable character. Yeah. Like she has no moments where, like, oh, I can actually like see myself in her. She's yeah. just a, a bitch even as the a whole per- time. Yeah. Even, even as a person. Like, even. I think that to make a good story, you need to, you know what I mean? It can be poignant, like, about 
racial politics or gender inequality and it can it can make all those points and be super relatable for people in those demographics but then, yeah. at the end of the day to make a good story you need a character that anybody can relate to it can't just Definitely. be about the character being of a certain gender or race because that's where you start to lose the ability to actually make a statement about those issues and instead you're just also creating I, a caricature instead of an actual character yeah I feel like it's it also comes to a point where like the show is just trying to check boxes to pander. Like it's, it's yeah, it comes yeah. off as pandering where it's just like, okay, we're going to cover every single base here so everybody, you know what I mean? Like I Yeah, like, well, I mean one of the first lines from so Daphne is Asian in this show, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like that's no, that in and of itself is not even a a problem. I'm just saying like the one of the things, one of her first lines, I think her first line as an Asian woman, yeah, as like, an Asian woman, blah blah blah. And I was like, dude, it's just like Bro. it's not funny, it's not done clever, you know. Because I've been watching this show called uh, Abbott Elementary, and it's filmed. I've seen it's filmed like the, that. It's yeah, it's really fucking funny. It's so good. It's filmed like The Office, and it's about this group of elementary school teachers in like a predominantly black elementary school in Philadelphia. And it also touches on like the same issues, but in right. such a funny and like clever way. And it doesn't like treat any of the characters like caricatures. And it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really funny. And it's it not afraid honest. to make like a, exactly. It feels yeah. honest. Whereas Velma just feels so fucking pandery. And it, yeah. it feels like this, the same thing as a lot of those like video game adaptations. Like the people who made it hate the IP that they're working with. Yeah, like yeah. they make fun of Scooby Doo fans. Scooby Doo isn't in it. Like it, it, it's they just. It seems like they just took a like a generic shitty comedy, changed the character design and a few names, and slapped the Scooby Doo name on it just because they think yeah. it comes with a free audience. Yep, but yeah, yeah. like every character, like it's not just that that they changed some races and Scooby or Shaggy doesn't like drugs now. That's funny, haha. <laughs> like, it, like the characters are just different, and they're all less interesting or just suck it like yeah, I, th- I think i think they tried to make a point of changing all the characters so much yeah that there's no semblance of the original content there anymore yeah which yeah. It, and they clearly didn't like the show from the beginning right and it and it's not like again it's like i feel like the interpretation that some of the like hollywood has had is is like oh like changing the race it's not about the race it's about the yeah. characters and like the yeah. story and like Scooby Doo and the Mystery Gang as like what they represent. Like they could all be whatever fucking race you want them to yeah. be, but at the yeah. end of the day, if there's no, you know what I mean? If, if you don't void care enough about the characters, design. then what does it fucking yeah. matter? Yeah. yeah, there's more to a character than just their race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not about the We're fact not... that Velma's brown. If anything, they're they're doing the opposite of what they're trying to do. Definitely By showing that making like, people race. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not complaining about a black elf in Lord of the Rings. You know, it's it's the well, fact that the character. Are. Well, no, I'm saying we're not. <laughs> right, right, right. Not other people, but don't speak for all of us. No. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, no, it's definitely it's about, about the it. character and it being like void Zoomer of spotted any character. <laughs> Zoomer spotted Zoomer's Greg. No, you're right. Okay, I mean, and just yeah. just like it's a, a PSA to all our audience all i don't know maybe one or two of you don't listen to what we're saying and go watch velma to see what we're talking about just yeah, i haven't even watched it just trust us 
we don't want to encourage this in more media. It's seriously, oh, it's so yeah. un. It's not. It's it's so bad, dude. It's like it's not. You know how some things are like funny bad, like yeah. an M Night Shyamalan movie, <laughs> except for the Last Airbender, which is just that bad. It's actually Velma is like the Last Airbender movie. It's just yeah. atrociously bad. Like it's yeah. not even. Not I didn't even laugh fun once. I didn't even. Not even like the room. My fucking kind of. nose. Like we not as a like society need to stop hate watching. <laughs> They're just gonna keep <laughs> yeah, making do. more of this shit. You know what you yeah. should you guys should go watch The Last of Us. Last of Us. Now see that's a great te- that's an adaptation of a video game and it's been absolutely fantastic. I only watched the first episode, episode but I've liked it a lot so far, yeah. Okay. I guess I, I don't uh, have much reference. I never played Last of Us. But I know the whole st- I've never played Last of Us, but I know the entire story and I'm just I actually, you know it's funny in the other room Max is watching that show right now. Really? And oh, really? I'm just so good. <laughs> they don't know what's about to happen, and I I know the ending like one of the brutal endings. I'm just waiting for them to tell me about it. Oh, the ending's insane. Okay, we, it, it, yeah, we yeah. we got to keep going. But um, oh, what was that? Hold on, Sam. What was that show that you're talking about? The elementary show, Abbott, Abbott. Elementary, A B B O T T, Elementary. Oh, okay, watch it. It's really fucking funny. Um, yeah. hilarious. So we have a few philosophy questions of the day that we're going to go through hopefully quick. Ooh. And then we got some music themed things. And uh, how long have we been going for? We've been actually about an hour, a little over or about an hour. Under 52 minutes. Okay. We're doing nice. Well. We're, we're, we're making good st- time. We're getting stuck on a lot of things, but that's fine. Who cares? Yeah. We have all the Keep time. In the world. Well, not really. How we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do. Um, so... I try to find these. We try to find these questions, but I feel like sometimes they're like, I don't know. Some of them are bad. Some of the, like if you just yeah. look up generic philosophy questions. But the first one is, uh, whip them out. Does does morality come from within or outside our ourselves? I'm a huge proponent of the outside. What do you What do you mean? By like, like like it exists influenced by other people, does, whether or not I think. I think it's about influence, right? Does morality come from within or outside ourselves? I was re- I was reading it as like, oh, morality is intrinsic or extrinsic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just either are morally motivated, like humans, mm-hmm. or do societal influences shape our idea of morality? Or do, are I people would, moral at their core? I, I read it as more of a like subjective versus objective question. Yeah, me like, too. is there some? like true morality that stands for everyone or do we each have our own like ideas of hmm. like this let's, oh, like, well, what, is like the, morality the same in in countries uh on the other side of the globe no based well, off no of, it's not no right. so are they just dumb and wrong or are they maybe onto something <laughs> well, that's what i was saying right there. That's, i guess maybe that's more what i meant which like morality is based off of you know what i mean it's based off of social construction rather right. than, yeah you know, nobody, like culture nobody is, and upbringing and yeah, because in like, in like previous times, it was you know it was not morally, uh, it was not seen as morally wrong to uh, brutally murder, right? You know, like, people that right. you were invading. Yeah. I mean, in my heart of hearts, culture. I agree with you, but I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say Just no, to and my, I feel like my <laughs> own views of morality are correct. And other people's are not because that's just elaborate for me to. Elaborate. It's just easier me for me to justify to myself uh, 
that other people are wrong and that um, I'm not. You're wrong, though. So. No, I'm going to have okay. to side with um, with Connor on this one. Yeah, I, you know, I'm changing my mind, actually. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to side with this. Is, that, uh, that he, how, the turns, how the tables have turned, huh? You guys are a bunch of Judases. <laughs> You're all Judas to me. <laughs> what? Next question. What are the limits yeah. of science? You, the science is a limited what? field in and of itself, right? Um, what are the limits of science? Uh, well, obvious, well, obviously, I'm actually kind of an expert on this. So, obviously, you have your, um, your atoms. Yeah. Uh, and then you have your... Well, then you have your particles. And, what particles? And then Explain. Elaborate. The particles... My shit in, this, in space that exist intrinsically and extrinsically. <laughs> and then we have obviously the molecules made up of said atoms. Uh, and then you obviously you have the hydron, hydron collider, which shoots. <clears throat> don't interrupt. That shoots particles. At, <laughs> I believe, I believe three times light speed. Yes, we've achieved light speed uh, to figure out the exit velocities. How do you of, figure? Um, uh, keep going. No, no, no. You got it. Oh, yeah. You and and that's obvious. And we've discovered a lot of things using these scientific methods, such as the length, diameter, shape, color, view. Okay, <laughs> and geometry of Saturn's outer rings and inner core. Look at the geometry of my outer rings. My outer okay. rings. <laughs> you guys are clearly not sophisticated as I, as I am. Me and Sam uh, look the same direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to see my O-ring? <laughs> you want to see my O-face, bro? <laughs> Just tickle my pits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, what is that? What, what are you, that's such a vague question of, like, what are the limits of science? Should we move on well, to the next it, It's limited by, like... Our whatever our current capacity to make measurements is. So is technology wrong? Um, you're cringe. You posted cringe <laughs> online. You're no, canceled off the yeah, podcast. Yeah. That was back in 2008, and I wiped it from the internet. Um, I have the archives. Bring I it save receipts. everything. Receipts. Yeah, well, shit, Can we move receipts. on? Can we move on? Oh shit! I think I just got a this high score actually, in The next Sorry, question is actually going. related. Is it worth it? Are you playing Minesweeper right now? No. 95 seconds. <laughs> Is it worth it to pursue scientific discovery for the sake of expanding human knowledge? Um, I, should we we know too much already. Else? Yeah, I agree, actually. We know too much already. As soon as, we started, much. as soon as we started burning coal and making you know, steam trains and ships, it, it was over. Yeah, so at this point, like, we can't turn back. The environment's already dead. And there's plastic in our blood. There's plastic in your blood, all of you listeners. There's plastic in your blood. (laughs) Go ahead and tear into your skin and take it out. There's um, copper wiring in your veins. Oh, no. Every human being has at least 12 to 13 kilos of scrap copper within them. You can sell that. (laughs) That's a big living. I've been someone at home go crazy. People asking how I'm out here living unemployed. I've got a side gig human copper. Okay. But no, we'll we'll keep running with it. Um, I think we know too much at this point. We might as well run science to its limits. You know, go out, live amongst the stars, burn the planet. I don't. Just we need a reset. Fuck the world. The I like how can we only went... be cleansed with fire. <laughs> I like how we went silly on the philosophy 
philosophy questions and we went deep on the non-philosophy questions like velma yeah uh, yeah very well, we went deep shows on where my actual shows where we went so deep interest. on velma dude Who gives a fuck about i want to go science what does science do for me right now hey, if uh, science I... can actually make my pp bigger I'll, I'll be back on board i, I mean, just feel like science is limited by my physical reach like how far I you, feel like, like like how far I can reach things away from me. <laughs> Greg's kind of right in that so if we good. just if we stop progressing Honor. right now, it's it still wouldn't really matter, right? Yeah, we just gotta as we uh, keep progressing, keep going faster. You know, it's gonna we're end. We, we might as well just is, get it over with. And, I have a question. You know, I have a question. Is the human brain too big? Is the human brain too big? Yours sure is, huh? You seen that we forehead? Have, do we? <laughs> not true. Not true. Bro's got a five head. Seven Yo, head. I want to suck on it. I want to suck. You, y'all are naivetes, and I'm a sophisticate. Okay. All right, elitist. Right. Elitist. Just making up words at this point. What? <laughs> Next question. Go. There's no more questions. Actually, we're moving okay. On. David, favorite right. albums of all time. Just right off the bat, just start spitting. Oh, oh my god. Albums. We can all say ours, I guess, but... Ah, shit. I have to pee. Can someone else start? I need to... What are my favorite uh, albums of all time? Hmm. I mean... Oh, okay. I think I got it. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to start with Fleetwood Mac Rumors. That's a good one. That's, that's a really good one. Recently for me, and I don't mean to be a... I don't mean to suck off Anthony Fantano, but uh, T-Pab by Kendrick Lamar. Recently, yeah, I just keep going back to that album and listening to it all the way through, and just being finding like new things about the whole like kind of concept of it. I mean, I still don't really know much about which it, album is that. Is that the new one? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. That one's so listened to that a while ago now, like eight years ago. Oh, that's crazy. I just discovered it too, and it's just it's so you good. You just I'm discovered like, it. It's like one of them, what you never listened yeah. to. Yeah. No, no, no! I this never year. listened to it when it. Uh, yeah, I, maybe not this year. I, I think last year I finally, like, I was like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna listen to this because everybody says it's great. That's and I funny. listened to it all the way through, and I was like, holy shit, this is so great, emotional. I mean, touching it. it. Oh, thanks. You're great. No, he's no, he's oh, no, that's great. What? You're not Greg. <clears throat> There's I another. think for me, influ- I feel like influential al- albums. I'm, I'm trying to think, like you know, I don't. Well, what's your hard. favorite? My favorite? Yeah, not influential. Mm. Influential. I mean, influential to me as well. Oh, oh, okay. But um, there's a lot of Elliott Smith ones, to be honest. But there's also, I mean, there's a lot of ones from when I grew up, like Fleetwood Mac's Rumors, Fleetwood mm. Mac's Self-Titled. You just take uh, mine. That's okay. Some of the Beatles ones. Well, you reminded me of it, okay? <laughs> Fucking asshole. Some of some of the Beatles, not like Abbey Road, but what's what's my favorite one? Like Rubber Soul. I love that one. Rubber Soul. Rubber oh. Soul is such a good one. Um I feel like that's a yeah, not a common answer for Beatles. Well, it's funny how you guys have had incorrect answers so far. And, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So, oh, do you go, obviously, asshole? obviously, OK Computer by Radiohead is okay. the best. All right. The best uh, album. I actually um, You guys are forgetting a blue album by Weezer. Oh fuck yeah! Honestly, shit. Unironically, is one of my favorite albums of all time. Is the blue album? 
such that's a good a album. No fucking skips on that album. Just like uh, to Pippa Butterfly. One could say just as good. As if you do not, if you do not like Weezer, at least enjoy it somewhat. You need to go. You need a therapist. You need to go get therapy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if because how can you not like Weezer? How can you not put it on and just feel like, all right, I feel at least a little better. You know, like if if I'm having a shitty day and Weezer comes on, it's so stupid. <laughs> like it sounds so. Weezer sound like just in an outside perspective sounds so dumb, but it's so yeah. good. And you, and you listen so to good. it and you're like, man, this makes me feel good. You know? Yeah, bro. I bro, I know exactly what you fucking. I saying. know what the fuck are you talking yeah. about, honey. Do you actually not have I, any real ones, Connor? Uh, right now it's hard to say. I mean, the album I've probably listened the most through is "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar. I don't know if that's yeah. my favorite album now, but it, it's definitely maybe the most influential on me. In the uh, so I don't know, I don't know. What year did you start listening? Like actually listening to music? When was that? So I, I, I started so listening to music years. in middle school, but uh, I started finding my what I like actually liked probably in high school like i started listening to a lot of 90s hip-hop which is kind of like my entrance into the hip-hop as a genre because it was just more it was more um i don't know it was more inviting to me like the sound the sound was a lot more jazz inspired and kind of soft and a lot more melodical and i think that was something that something that was really um something that I needed in music at the time just to listen to it. And to that's, I, I, yeah, I feel the same way. I just want to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, that's actually how I've gotten into kind of like hip hop and rap is like mm-hmm. kind of in, getting into like the, the jazzier kind of like, yeah, softer. for sure. Yeah. Like even like, I'll, I'll be just listening to like, you know how you let an album keep, keep go after it's done. It'll just keep playing you like recommended songs. And Oh Yeah. Like MF Doom will come in. I'm like, oh wow, this is fucking, this is sweet. This is a yeah. vibe. See, if I, if I, if MF Doom was my first listening to hip hop, it wouldn't have inspired me as much as some of the, like, what I was listening to when I first listened to hip hop was a lot of actually female hip hop artists like Erica mm. Badu, um, and mm. Lauren Hill, and I was listening to the Fugees and all that because again, like, they were very melodic and. I don't know. They were jazzy, and I that was, and then and then from there I got into all of the other hip hop that I listen to now. Um, right. Then I started, you know, listening to MF Doom and all the all of those, you know, great artists. So right, and it's it kind of the same for metal too. I you know I started listening to a lot of the melodic stuff before I got into more of the I guess harder stuff. It was it's more yeah. inviting. It is. It, it absolutely is. I mean, it's like starting out with very colorful. I started out with Deftones for metal, so. Yeah, kind which of, is a kind of the same thing imagery. too. That's literally because there's no screaming in it. Like, and now I like screaming vocals, but yeah, I don't know. Did Greg? Did you say one when I was peeing? Or um, no, I haven't said mine yet. Thanks for asking. Um, yeah, your turn. Uh, let's see. Going back to my days when I actually listened to death metal, I have to put um, "Nocturnal" by the Black Dahlia Murder. Um, rest in peace, Trevor. Um, Dude, that's crazy yeah. that he died. I forgot about that. Fuck. Yeah, in my opinion, kind of just the perfect heavy metal album I've ever heard. Like, even the songs I don't really like, I can't skip them, you know? 
I can just sit through and listen to all 10 songs back to back. I am still beating myself up because a couple years ago, fuck, it might have been like five years ago, whenever it was, um, the 10 year anniversary of that album, they did a show where they played the whole album through and I was a silly oh. goose and like didn't rush to buy tickets. And then I couldn't go. And Rip. I mean, I've seen them four times, but that oh, would have been fire. F, F right, gamers? <laughs> yeah. Huge F. Um, <laughs> and then my other one, this past year especially, I've been getting really into um, Japanese Vocaloid. That's like Hatsune Miku. And the, it's like producers use that like, like voice. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a... Like vocoder? voice pack. It's not a voice full vocoder. It's um, it's just a, a pack of like, like samples. syllables. Yeah, it's like samples of all the syllables, and you string them together and oh. make words and change the tuning ah, of them and stuff. Um, and that shit was really big in like early 2010s, like 2011. YouTube, everything was like Hatsune Miku covers of whatever. Oh yeah, and I was a little late to the game, but I've got to say, um, what is it? Unhappy refrain by Wawaka. It's from like 2011. That album is just a banger through and through. I've just been listening to like all of it on repeat all year. So, how do you spell the artist? Um, W O W A K A. What do you really do? W O W A. Yeah, that um, that album is just fire. Oh yeah, that I'll I'll uh, I'll check that out. Actually, I've been I've been searching all the ones you've been mentioning. Suspense like that. To be honest, oh, and then um, sorry, I forgot. Um, I mean, I gotta go back to the classic, you know, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's those are gonna be my top two albums. Yeah, I gotta mention. I gotta mention two more. Um, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. That's a good okay. One. Yeah, that'll if you, if you're not sad, you will be by the end of it. And then, <laughs> and then the second one, uh, "A Tear in the Fabric of Life" by Knocked Loose. It's an EP, but it is so crushing. Oh, so this will be sweet, straight to the point. This will be interesting because uh, Greg does not like Knocked Loose. We've had this conversation before, right, Greg? Okay. You don't like Knocked Loose. Didn't we talk about that? Or am I crazy? Greg. Greg, did we lose him? Rip. Oh yeah, sorry. Wait. <laughs> okay, I'm here. I was, I was, no, I was googling another album. I might want to bring. You up. don't like Knocked Loose, right? I don't love them. They're the ones with the really like high vocals, right? I th- yeah, I, I think I don't like it. They're it, they're like hardcore, right? That yeah, Knocked yeah. Loose. Yeah, I don't fuck with it. It just yeah, it's not for me. I don't know. Like I don't have any really like strong opinions or reasons I don't like them. I just it doesn't sound good. In my opinion, it's, like, like, it's definitely not for everybody. Yeah, especially the vocals. I the like, AP though. Have you not, Sam? It's no. If you if you like knock loose or you like just kind of like heavy hardcore shit like that, it's it's very like I said uh, for me personally, I kind of like the the really stuff the the really heavy stuff in like a small like thirty minute time frame because it's I feel like when you're making a very abrasive album like that for me i just get like ear fatigue after a while yeah and so yeah i, feel I like, see that uh, like i mean 30 that's minutes is I've, a nice I've time. had that experience listening to some of their full-length stuff and i'm like i'm i can't this like, is their best when i can't do it 
Okay. <clears throat> I would say by far. It is Here's my favorite it, album of all time. I let it in and it took everything. Oh shit. Loathe. Yes. Not that one. That's a great album. Yeah. I've listened to Loathe. I'm gonna throw in I think you'd like it. Uh, I'm gonna throw in an agreement with Punisher. I was also gonna throw in because it just occurred to me, and then uh Physical Graffiti by Led Zeppelin. I think that's their best. That album is incredible. If you haven't listened oh, to yeah, it, that one. that one is so good. And um I know I think I did say Elliot Smith, but specifically Elliot Smith's self-titled Elliot Smith um, mm. will actually just gut you. It's insanely depressing, but it's also <laughs> insanely good. It's it's kind of crazy. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny the the way I started listening to music makes it so that a lot of the times I don't think about the album so much as much as just like the tracks themselves. Right. Mm. Well, cuz yeah. you you they I feel like you pick up a lot of music from Spotify just randomly showing you stuff, right? Yeah, I'll like I just I just like throwing all the shit I like together. Um and I never listen to music in the album format, I guess. Right. So I'm just I'm started to start listening to music in that format because I think that it has a lot to offer that just throwing things into your own playlist doesn't do because you don't get to see the full vision for that album if you just throw them in a playlist right uh but just the way i came up listening to music i i just like oh i like this song i'll just throw it in this playlist that has similar music to it Um, yeah i think i'm kind of the opposite of that like when i was listening to music when i was younger you know i had like full lincoln park albums on my ipod shuffle or whatever and i like that that's how i you know i'd listen to albums or i had them on cd you know Did you have? Yeah, I would burn them onto my um, computer. Yeah, I'd burn them on. Like I used to do it through iTunes and all that stuff. So I just listen to full albums, and then once I hopped over to Spotify, I don't find myself listening to albums anymore because it's just songs, or I just go on the shuffle playlist stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, like the the Black Dahlia album I picked, I I own that on CD. I bought that a long time ago. That goes hard. But I have to check that out. Yeah, I also find that a lot of small uh, artists on Spotify have a lot to offer without having full albums. Yeah, it's a so, lot of people just drop singles or like two or three song EPs and it just which is a huge benefit of Spotify because I'm able yeah. to find all these little artists that have these great tracks that aren't in albums that sound great and yeah, I but like all of these songs together from all these little artists and kind of make like a collection of nice songs. Yeah, and I guess at that point you're not missing out on like a big picture or story or like vision for an album right yeah exactly. but, but i guess that is one of the benefits of moving away from the traditional music industry with the record labels and like you're not i guess bound to you don't have to scrape 10 songs together and put right. them in an order that makes sense you can just release content whenever you feel and it can be standalone and that's like, the new yeah. marketing yeah. thing right now is is like instead of spending especially as a small artist who maybe doesn't have a label or anybody to push i mean even yeah, just like the, the studio time to record a whole album has got to be so expensive well actually but, uh, the main reason why they do these singles and even people with record labels they'll just keep like feeding singles and stuff even in between album cycles is because when you're a small artist and you release an album like it doesn't it's like you release that album and then it's like all right cool that's it you know it's it's they're doing it in like a drip feed way right where they're just yeah so so you have to keep tuning in every two weeks and it keeps you interested and exactly why do you think yeah sleep token one of the yeah sleep tokens doing that right now with their new album i mean hell 
our band Peacock Picasso, the reason why we've never released an album is because if we just released 10 songs, they would just go to waste. No one would pay attention to them. So then we, what we do is we, we release like three songs that are kind of like cohesive enough and put those out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how you're going to kind of play the, the you algorithm. Know. I mean, you, you <laughs> play, you, you're playing the algorithms right now. Peacock Picasso. We're, we're getting ready to. <laughs> yeah, we're getting ready to right now. We have a lot of work ahead of us, but yeah. You're actually in two bands now. Peacock Picasso. Oh, yeah. Another one. Wilted. Fuck Wilted. Yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm in Wilted. wilted uh, bandmates want to come on and talk to us? They seem scary, though. It's actually now just it's now just me and Xander. What about the so, other person? Oh, she I she I think she sung on one song and then she's like, ah, I'd rather like help you guys out with pushing the band on TikTok and like marketing. So is she part of the band though? Oh, she's she definitely is as as far as like I Rock know. Hampton all of a sudden or collective? Yeah, I was I would say uh, her role has just changed. I would say she's still in the band though. Yeah, I mean. So yeah, to extend my question again, do they want to come on and talk to us? I could ask them. We don't. We <laughs> haven't had a lot feature. going on lately, just because I've been so. I mean, I, I the first thing I told Xander was like, Peacock Picasso comes first because that's just that's my that's our project, you know. That's your baby, bro. That's, that's your, my that baby. Your that's baby. Everybody's baby. So, um, my baby. So, and, and we've had so much. We, we, Peacock Picasso Peacock has two Picasso. new members as well. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exciting. Yeah. So we got a lot of Okay. What the fuck? I'm sorry, guys. No, he's just okay. cooing at you. I'm just control yourself. <laughs> okay. So, let's, so that was great. Let's, uh, uh, so we prepared a little thing for you, uh, David, where we're gonna give you, I'm gonna say two artists. And they're going head to head, and then you have to um, pick one. I'm going to add a couple actually because I'm thinking of some more. But you have to pick one. Um, Should ooh. I start running through them while you add some more? Yeah, go through the first one. All right. Uh, what do you think about um, Deftones versus Corn? Deftones. Oh, by far. Like okay, by by a long shot, right? I figured what? that that would might be an easy one. Maybe not by a long it. shot, but just the versatility. You know, you put Deftones yeah. on shuffle, you're getting all sorts of shit. For sure. All right, should we just go to the second one here? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about... Um, this is a great one. I think you're really going <laughs> to struggle with this. <laughs> yeah, you're going to struggle a lot with this one. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers versus Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I don't think I even have the room to... I mean... I don't think I've really listened to much Cardi B. Okay, so then we'll just put you so, down as Cardi B on so this. We'll no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Put put me it's down cool. as Phoebe because I, I, I love Phoebe. Punisher was kind of what got me into Phoebe Bridgers because it was such a great cohesive album. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh let's 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 talk about um Nickelback <laughs> versus Imagine Dragons. Oh, Nickelback. Yeah, you- yeah. Really? Wait. I, 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 that was my childhood. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I could uh, see that. One. I have to agree. I have to agree. Wait. What did you say, Greg? I said I could see that. Oh yeah. You could see it, but you disagree. No. No. I, I can see it. I agree. It makes sense to me. Okay. Okay. Uh, Frank Ocean 
versus Anne Frank. Anne Frank <laughs> being the <laughs> Wait, uh, historical uh, figure who sadly perished with the yeah. diary. Beautiful and cruel story. Beautiful and cruel story. Van Frank. If you haven't heard about it, you look that shit up. She has a, <laughs> her own diary release. <laughs> book. You can purchase it on Amazon. So, uh, David? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, has she come out with any fire EPs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, she did write that whole fucking diary before she got, you know, Killed. exterminated by the Nazis. That's true. I mean, we'll put you down as Frank Ocean, I think, because I know how much you love Frank. Okay. And... God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, gotcha. This is a BuzzFeed quiz, by the way, to figure out what kind of eucalyptus tree you are. What strain <laughs> of eucalyptus? I feel like that last question, did they really put that on BuzzFeed? No. But they yeah. could. But they no. If this week, Buzzfeed, if you're listening, you should hire me. Uh, so we're putting you down as Frank Ocean or Anne Frank. <laughs> Jesus, uh, you know, I, I'm gonna have to go Frank Ocean. I'm sorry. Oh, he released a okay. You know. <laughs> All right, Limp Biscuit or Lincoln Park? Oh, that's actually a hard one. I actually don't know who I'd go for this one because Lincoln Park. I mean. Ah oh, man, because Lincoln Park is like a very—I mean—in the end, that song is like—it's huge for a reason, you know. Yeah, and I don't think Limp Biscuit has a a song like that. As much as I love just how stupid and dumb and heavy they are, and they—they they definitely appeal to me as a kid in junior high. But I feel You're like gonna Lincoln- have to go. Uh, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Great, I like Lincoln Park. So yeah. I, I mean, I haven't listened to them in years, but that was like my whole middle school. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like yeah, for yeah. me, I didn't really listen to Limp Bizkit back in the day, so I, I didn't even think about that one. That was just Lincoln Park for me. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Interesting. Um, Eminem versus any black rapper. <laughs> Any, I mean, that's <laughs> like you're running a. It's one dude against a a bunch of artists. How about this? How about this? It's Eminem pick the group of artists. <laughs> How about this, uh, David? You take every black rapper and you average them out into one black rapper. <laughs> Still, that, like, is that well, problematic? You, you got every random SoundCloud rapper. Oh, like pulling that average it's, down, it's still. throwing all of them in there. Yeah, the great, the great ones oh, and the trash ones. Damn, rough. Well, then I in that case, so average them all. It's definitely problematic in some way. I think it's a great question, <laughs> but I, it really, really gets you thinking. Gets the gears turning because you brought up the, the tons of like SoundCloud rappers who are dropping some. You're not about to say Eminem, are you? Don't pressure him. Sorry. No, because because if you think about <laughs> like the the greats, right? Which yeah. I, I don't know much about rap beat anyways, but just from what I know, the greats, it's a very small percentage compared to the thousands and thousands of shit. Oh, you're playing the numbers game. 
I'm I playing the numbers that. game, and I'm going to say that. And that. Okay. Oh my god, <laughs> that's pretty racist. But all right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Tears for Fears versus the Beatles. Tears for Fears. Sorry. Damn, that was oh, quick. Okay. Fuck Sorry. the Beatles. I, am I right? I know you love Tears I, for Fears. Yeah, I do like Tears for Fears too. I, I can't. It, just because oh, of the, I only know the one album by Tears for Fears, and I still, I'm just like, you know, Beatles is influential. That's great, but for me. Songs for the big chair, big chair is just, you know, Jeff's fucking. Yeah, I mean, if you ask me, my favorite Beatles song is the one where they shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> I'm with uh, I'm with David on this one. And they lock the dog in hot, hot fucking car, right? <laughs> and then play Abbey Road for them. Yeah, lock the dog in the car and play Abbey Road. Uh, so progressive metal versus soft indie folk core. Those two genres. Progressive metal versus soft indie folk uh, core. Cottage folk. Uh, Pick a fucking genre. What, right. what is it? Soft indie? What, what is soft? soft indie cuck core. Cuck cuck core. Yeah. Fuck. Are you going progressive metal with this one? Or? What does that even mean? <laughs> We're going to put you down as undecided. Undecided. I'll, I'll just say progressive metal because I don't know what the fuck that First genre was <laughs> soft indie folk core. <laughs> the, yeah. That, okay. Okay. We'll move on. BTS versus Juice World. BTS versus Juice World. Oh man. Both of the fan base. I mean, both of the fan bases can be fucking cringe. Hey, watch your mouth, bro. I would say uh, <laughs> huge <laughs> BTS stan. <laughs> yeah, do not mess with BTS army. Oh, I will fucking mess with them. They are the worst, worst fucking fan base. Oh man, they're gonna—they're oh, literally shit. gonna send to like some. Oh, okay, shit. Well, fucking send, try me. Fucking gonna, try. Me. Now our podcast is gonna get even more negative money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Juice World just know. on the <laughs> BTS fan base alone. So that was a hate vote. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Creed versus Elvis Presley. Creed being <laughs> the famous '90s band, and Elvis Presley being that one guy from the 50s. That one fucking from the movie. Hoity guy. Um. I don't know. I mean, I guess I grew up with Creed. That's my childhood. I didn't grow up with Elvis. So sorry. Do you I'm listen have to, to say any, either of them though? Because Creed is so. F- Oh no, Creed is ass. Creed is ass. But um, just based off of familiar familiarity, I'm just gonna say Creed. Just because okay. I don't really I don't know. Okay, we got two more. Uh Nirvana uh versus Radiohead. This one's actually more serious than the other hmm. ones. It's <laughs> a good one, actually. That's Nirvana versus Radiohead. I- I don't know. I'm I'm a pretty. Uh, uh, I feel like Nirvana kind of put you down as Radiohead. Then no, no, no. Ver- Nirvana okay, definitely computer. better. I could relate to it more. I feel like right. Like Radiohead's right. so sad and right, but objectively, I'm not a mellow guy. You know. All right. Yeah. All right. But objectively. But objectively, you'd probably. Well, Connor's been on this Radiohead thing lately. Like, yeah, I, I can tell. I don't know where it came from. He's into the song "Creep" right now. Have you tried any of the other? I don't know any of the other songs. It's the <laughs> only one I know. I'm a, the biggest Radiohead fan of all time. They're the greatest 
artists. Just one song. Huh? I'm Tom York. You know, my thing about Radiohead is uh, I feel like they're kind of full of themselves. And but I like. Them. I don't think they're full of themselves per se. Maybe it's the fans. Though. I think the fan base oh, is all the fans out it's of control, fans. dude. I hate fan bases for things. I mean, for real. It's like, so I hope people could just enjoy Radiohead without having to deal with the ridiculous fan base. Because I actually do like Radiohead, but it is kind of one of those things where you don't want to say you like them. Yeah. Because then definitely. they're going to, someone, half of people are going to think you're really pompous, and the other half is going to want to talk about, you know, Karma Police. Yeah. I don't want to do fucking either. You know what I mean? You want to talk about Karma Police? Dude, you like Karma Police? That's like my favorite little, <laughs> little, song, little song, unknown artist. And then if you say you like Creep, they'll kill you. Like, yeah. actually. Oh, yeah. That totally misrepresents the music that yeah, they make. Have you heard of Kid A? I mean, it was like they totally went in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Like the guys who are like, no, bro, you haven't tried the right strain of weed, bro. You just got to give it another. Ch- bro, can you like, try the sativa, bro? <laughs> I promise you won't have a panic attack and have delusions on that one, dude. This is a better I promise strain. you won't hear your thoughts in fucking 4K. <laughs> okay, this last one, uh, you don't actually have to answer this. Uh, oh, the, Uyghurs, the Uyghurs encampment in China versus Tiananmen Square. Uh, Tiananmen Square being the famous incident. In which nothing actually in which happened. Nothing apparently happened, according to the Chinese government. And the Uyghur encampments, which apparently aren't happening, also according to the Chinese government. So these two fables, of these two fables, <laughs> stories, myths, uh, which one's Folk better? Folktales, you could call them. Folktales, even. You know, you don't have to answer this one. I think you need to educate the audience on this one because not that I don't know about these two, but I feel like the audience should know, you know, more about these two situations. Because uh, is that you saying that you don't know about these two things? No, no, no. This I is the audience. U Y G H U R S. The first thing that comes up is uh, the Uyghur genocide from the Chinese government. Yeah. The Uyghur genocide. The Weezer genocide. That's fucked up. Come on, man. F. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Tiananmen Square, which isn't that like, don't people in China not even know that that happened? Well, it's taboo to speak well, about. What happened? Exactly. <laughs> the 1989 Tiananmen uh, Square protests and massacre. Let's. Let, yeah. So which one was um, which one was better? I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing that. How do they not think that it happened? There's pictures of it. I'm looking at them. These photoshopped? Okay, I feel like we're going down. No, that man was just being friendly and waving at the tanks. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was this the... With the famous picture with the guy? Yeah. It's that one. That picture Um, definitely... I think we kind of pushed the boundaries with that Anne Frank one and any black rapper. Yeah. So maybe we should just move on. I think think going the line is... uh, Wait a second, guys. I just found an article that says Tiananmen Square Massacre was a myth. Oh, oh shit. shit. Dude, the Chinese government is starting to get into the fucking American media. Let's go. It says workers.org. That's the, that's the fucking website. That How sounds pretty times, legit. Have oh, we been told like, that the uh, US is an open society with the media are free? What? I actually don't know shit about this. This is something worth looking into further. Important. And uh, it's one of the most widely censored topics in China. Wow. Our last big thing today, though, is also music related. Let's go. Thank you for participating in our music tournament. Did someone just send something to the Discord? No, he sent the uh, article. David sent the article. Oh, right on. 
We need to Workers get Workers World now. Hoax. Yeah. It's not a hoax, by the way. I just want to be serious. It's not a fucking hoax. And if you think that you might be living in China, fortunately. Like you, in the sense that unfortunately, like they're censoring you, is that is not what I mean. Not like if you think China, that you might be working for the Chinese government. <laughs> yeah. So be aware. Xi Jinping looks like Winnie the Pooh, apparently. <laughs> Isn't that that whole meme? You're not allowed to say that. Oh. Dude, we're just totally we, we honestly in a single episode, we've just completely got rid of the Chinese market for this podcast. It. No uh, yeah. way that. That's the biggest upcoming market. Fuck. Should we like do a John Cena like? We should uh, like. I love ice cream. Chilling. I love ice cream so much. But you know what I love more than ice cream? The Manzy Boys podcast. <laughs> Crest. Fast and Furious Crest. Nine. Podcast. All right. The last thing today. Well, a couple last things, but almost there. Uh, what is your music guilty pleasures? Uh, Ooh. Who? Who are you music guilty? Uh, guilty start pleasures? with. Are we starting with me or? Uh, yeah, go ahead. My this is actually very recently. Um, Pain by Pink Pantheris, or just like Pink Pantheris in general. You know that one TikTok song? I, yes, I think I know what you're talking about. That oh yes, that one that. song on TikTok. I've heard you're that fucking, one. <laughs> you're you're that, yeah you're you're uh, mil- music guilty pleasure would be a TikTok song. Just would be. Just makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we lose David? Does anyone David? else want to? Dead air. David one two one two. David. Here we'll just fill in the gaps. What is my music guilty pleasure? Uh, well, you yep. listen to a lot of um, Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cringe. That's not cringe. It's fine. I think a little bit of it is actually. Um, Oh, David's frozen. Oh, oh shit. Uh, you could probably... Here, let's see. Rejoin. Join, rejoin. Late, leave. Is that going to mess with the recording at all? Uh, I don't know. It's fine. We can we can cut this section, right? Or we just leave it. I mean... It's just it how it is. It feel you know more I mean? relatable. No one's listening by some... now anyway, right? This what is the music big, guilty like... Uh, yeah, we're not one of the big podcasts uh, that. No, dude, we, big podcasts we're that just, just like you guys. And podcast. Oh, there you are. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. I feel like I mean we could cut it, but it's one of those things where it's like it's just you know I, I just a, a few lot. seconds. Yeah. Okay. Um, music guilty pleasures. Pink Panthers. What else? What else? I was trying okay, to think uh, of one while you were gone, but Be- Biba Biba Doobie Biba Doobie. That's what. Oh, Biba Doobie. Biba Doobie. B. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. She's. Yeah, I feel like is that a guilty? Pleasure? I don't know any of these She's artists. Like pretty, people are really into her right now. I feel. I don't like. know these artists. But, I mean, people are into both of these artists, but I, I guess for me, like when I first listened, especially Pink Panthers, it's very out of my element. When I first right. heard it, like on TikTok, I'm like, "Oh, this is such a like stupid song." And then I just <laughs> kept listening to it, and then kept listening, and then I listened to the whole album, and I was like, "Okay, kind of bops." Kind of, kind of bangs. Yeah. Kind of bangs. I get that. Yeah. I think for me, for a while, when I was like in high school and maybe college too, I can't remember. Uh, Third Eye Blind. Oh, dude. That was one. That that album, that one album. I wish the, you'd what, step back. Yeah. What's yeah. The, what's the, uh, all of their hits. <laughs> can I graduate? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I'm talking about. Um, that album fucking slaps. 
Ooh, yeah, it kind of does. Who else is a music guilty pleasure? I'm I used to like Juice like World. Okay. Oh, it's not a guilty pleasure. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. You should be right. guilty. It's got some okay stuff in there. Like, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's got some major bangers too. Like, um, what's that song called? Lucid Dreams. <laughs> oh, I think I heard that one. Oh yeah, yeah that one's so underground. Dude, I, I did like that song for a while. Uh, so. Uh, I think okay. If Juice World doesn't count as an artist, Lucid Dreams counts as a guilty pleasure song because it's so overplayed. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, oh, you know what? I really like uh, "What I've Done" by Linkin Park. I think that song slaps, especially at the know. end of Transformer. the Transformer. <laughs> yeah, oh, Transformer yeah. song. <laughs> kind of. Oh, 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 oh. I I listened to that when Transformers came out, and I was like, "This song is dope." This is fucking killer. This is awesome. Dude, I was seven years old in the theater. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Greg? Um Yeah, I you guys did a good one. I'd have to say a, a bit of juice, a bit of X. Um X. Oh yeah. Every once in a while they're they're still up in my Spotify wrapped. And it's like I really I don't think I listened to it that much, but fuck. But you must have. Um I must have, yeah. And then um What song I guess um honestly i can't i couldn't name any off the top of my head just i just like shuffle it just just his whole discography he's just angry and i I like the vibes i don't know Uh, i get it i get it um and then i also i think i would like to use my platform here to uh, give a shout out um have you guys do you guys know um the first take it's that like youtube channel where they they have big artists on and they just get um like, like they just sit down and they have one chance to just, uh, just like spit, you know, no cuts, no, no takes, nothing. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about, actually. Um, a virtual YouTuber. Oh, well, I guess I should explain what a VTuber is. It's um, people who like stream and they use these like anime avatars and um, face capture or motion capture, so they yeah, can yeah. like stream and remain anonymous. And it was it started in Japan and got really big in about 2020. <laughs> For lockdowns, it spread to the West, and there's hella English ones now. But I want to shout out um, this one girl, Hoshimachi Suise. She was the first VTuber to be on the first take uh, just last week really? or something. And she just spit flames, bro. She's really? so badass. Damn. She picked wow. a song. It just starts with a crazy, like, really high, just acapella line. And she just killed it. And then there's all these people, like, discovering her because of it and like yo why is it a cartoon like like people mad right. about it and whatever but she's badass the song was fire are you really mad about it i feel like um i i think a, a bunch of japanese fans of it are not like it's a lot of people just don't like understand what a virtual youtuber is like they just don't know what why they're looking at an anime girl when they're supposed to be seeing like a recording artist but Interesting. i don't know yeah. it it was fire. I'd recommend. But I mean, it's not unlike Gorillas. It's a virtual band. You know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah. And, and it was actually it was actually really interesting. Cause, uh, I guess the the whole like VTuber idol thing was based around like uh like the Japanese idol culture, where it's like I don't know. They they like sing and dance on stage, and it's all like um, pre-recorded, and they're lip syncing and the dances they probably like it's it's similar to k-pop idols like that kind of 
idea for Spectacle. So all the like official productions that the the companies put out online, it's like yeah, pre-recorded and they rehearse the dances and there's all these like different camera angles and cuts and you just like it, it they make it like a whole spectacle and it yeah. was really cool seeing her on the first take cuz it was just one static camera angle. You just see her like standing there and like just like little movements with her hands and the, the like it just makes it feel more human versus right, yeah. like oh i'm just watching a recording of you know more personal something it was at yeah it felt way more personal and huh. it was really cool Interesting. that's sweet you should send it when when you you should send a link to the discord oh yeah i'll just i'll choose the discord yeah all right well we only okay so connor do you want to you want to do this next thing what you're going to describe Oh. So Connor's going to describe the color of his uh, nuts, shaft, and tip, giving exact uh, hex codes and RGB values. So uh, I didn't put this in. Uh, it was just on the docket list when I got here. So I don't. I'm not super prepared uh, with like exact hex hex codes. Oh, that's fine. <clears throat> but I do have RGB values if you guys want to follow along. So I follow along. Can Google RGB color picker? I'm already ready. Okay. And my RGB values are for like the general shaft area, I want to say uh, around 138, 95, 66. So it's kind of like a brownish hue. It's a little on the redder side. Uh, it's definitely, I'd say it's slightly darker than my normal skin tone. Uh, really? I'd say my. Yeah. Oh, wow. I my normal skin tone for reference is probably around like um I'm, let me find it for you real quick. My God, you're actually I have a what yellow is a hex skin code tone. Um, it's a another way of representing RGB colors. It just gives you one number instead of a string of them. Gotcha. So some programs just take one versus the other, but they all represent about the same color. It's a generalization, but I'd say my normal hex code is maybe around. For my normal skin is maybe around one ninety one, one forty two, ninety nine. So it is. It's a little. It's a little darker than that, and a little bit more red in hue. I want to say my my balls are probably a little bit like a sh- tiny shade darker than that, and then my tip is maybe a little bit more on the red scale. I mean, you need uh, to give us the RGBs here. Come on, I'm I'm finding it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come on, buddy. I'm looking. I'm looking. Don't worry. This is embarrassing. I want to say I want to say 199, 132, So if you guys can put all those colors together, you could probably create a pretty good, uh, accurate diagram. <laughs> your your tip is brighter than your shaft. Uh, like significant. One one second. <laughs> right now i was giving him a slow clap is sam looking too he's like oh yeah that's about right i guess it is from here i can't see from here but i think he's got it yeah my tip is brighter than my shaft why is yours not fucking weirdo I, you know actually yeah, I don't, I don't i've never really paid attention to that go ahead take a look i, I think it's i wonder such a dark uh, skin tone. Right. I, I wonder if if maybe the the tips are all similar in colors, but the shaft kind of varies with skin tone. Perhaps. Oh my God. I maybe. don't know. My I think my, we could t- get my tip this. is definitely not one ninety nine, one thirty two, one hundred three. It's definitely not. 
My room's kind of dark. I can't quite tell. I but... don't have the RGB thing pulled on up. A, so. On a good day, though, on a good day, my tip is around 242, 5, and 17. 242. Whoops. Fuck. Jesus. Five. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what color is it? What color is it? It's a bright Same. fucking red. It's a beautiful shade of red. <laughs> that's not a that's a that's an alarming red. That's a beautiful shade of red. I've, been, I've gotten a lot of compliments on it. So Well shit, dude. I was just just checked. We've been going for it says two hours. I don't think that's true, but it's probably almost that. So should we we should probably wrap it up, huh? Yeah, I'm down to get to the final thoughts. Okay. David, do you you want to start off? What do you do? You have any final thoughts? We always be doing the final thoughts. Um, I um, I'm really excited for your guys's podcast, and I'm excited to be a part of it and be able to just mix the audio. Um, Big shout out to myself doing it right now. Good job, David. You're doing great. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm really excited, especially because as a I'm genuinely a fan. I don't. You know, I'm not just saying that. Like, I'm really excited. I was really excited when Sam first said, "Like, oh yeah, we're thinking of bringing it back." I was like, "Dude, fucking finally!" Um, been waiting for all this time. Yeah. So, and I'm rooting for you guys, and I'm 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 ready to help and support. You know, in any way I possibly can. Donate to the Patreon, then. No, I'm kidding. You are, you already do enough. <laughs> he says we should be paying. Honestly, we should really try. Like. So that's not going to happen. Yeah, Let's, we need your we time and your money. Unless we start yeah. monetizing. Uh, Greg, you have final thoughts? Um, if you don't mind, may I politely request to appear last in the order of final thoughts? Thank you. Okay. Wow. Uh, I want to say um, check out uh, Peacock Picasso on Spotify. True. Uh, they got some killer music and some uh, bomb-ass album cover art. <laughs> and uh, That's right. And uh, right. uh, uh, thank you, and thank you. <laughs> I'm in your walls, Ben. Okay, I see great. you. <laughs> okay, I've got okay. two things. One, um, my top three Pokemon are Vaporeon, Lopunny, and Gardevoir. If you know, you know. Dude. Um, <laughs> and What's secondly, um, I was playing with a um, chat GPT a little while ago, and I just before had it. We were doing this? No, before I, I'm prepared. Oh. I had it cook me up some fire. Well, that happened. Another episode of this podcast down, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. As a strong, independent woman, I always strive to bring my A game, and today was no <laughs> exception. I may be unstoppable, but that doesn't mean I don't have a moment to catch my breath. And speaking of catching my breath, I got to run. He's right behind me, isn't he? Wait. Uh, take on the world one episode at a time. Tune in next week, folks. <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys for listening. We love you. That was good. This has been the Manzi Voice oh, Podcast. See love you, you guys. Week. Bye. Bye.